Alright, hold on. I'm gonna crap one into the mic real quick. It's hard to cut that. You're gonna fuck it up. You're gonna fuck it up. PC crashes. I'm ready for my laptop to fucking crash. I saved this thing once already, so we should be fine. What is that? What could possibly go wrong? This is Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. Each week we go over a topic, a piece of media, or an experience chosen by one of us, and the rest of us are put through it together. I'm glad I am we're not doing that. Yeah. It's not one of us. Just... Oh, yeah. This is, uh, we're, we're doing, we're breaking format a little bit in this episode. Uh, for the next five episodes, we are all inviting over guests. So instead of picking something ourselves to put everyone through, we're inviting someone else over, and they get to pick something to put everyone else through. Uh, I am your host, Nick, and uh, I am not even going to bother. I don't even think there are enough. There are barely enough track names on this album to do it. Well, you know what? Let's, let's give it a shot. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am your host, Hymn of the Seventh, Ga- Hymn of the Seventh Galaxy, Nick. Uh, yeah, huh? What do you think? <laughs> well, you didn't. You, you want to be Chick Corea, buddy? I'm surprised. Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go with Captain Senor Moose. Yeah, that's no, no. I've got to give that to Cam because his episode was on Moose. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And I worked for Captain Senor Mouse when I was in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you have called that fucking thing every single name you can possibly <laughs> think of. I worked for the big mouse. I worked for the big mouse. I still have that mouse money, Mr. Ricky Rat. This is, <laughs> this is Captain Senor Moose himself. Cam. Hi, I'm Cam. <laughs> Captain Senor Moose Mouse. Uh, we've got Special. Chick Korea, Alex. Yep, boy. Himself. Uh, <laughs> you were shaking a beer at the I was offering I thought, you were tra- I thought you were trying. Oh, all right. the game maker. Ooh. I think the game maker has got to go to our friend Seth. What the fuck, dude? I, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking play I games competitively. I yeah, you don't make them. Yeah, yeah. I never I seen you open have you ever opened Unity? Play, I have. Have you ever looked at RPG Maker? <laughs> We've got Cosmic Rain, George. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, all right, sure. And fine. we have. <laughs> what you start this episode? <laughs> Never. Rain, yeah, you see, I saw what rain. he did there. Oh, I'm just the third rain black guy. Is his on the black? Uh, then we have uh, the ringleader of the space circus. Special guest for this episode, Mike. Wow. Yeah. It's really an honor like, to be here. Sure. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know that was a fucking uh, tortured way to get around to introducing you. But uh, I'm I'm really happy to have you on this show. Well, hey, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, well, it's like you're the first one, yeah. first one ever to be happy to I be on the show. Maybe we'll guest depending on how this goes. Yeah, <laughs> maybe this will be such a disaster that I never want to have another guest on. We're gonna call it Trini. Uh, sorry, next episode's canceled. We're not doing it. <laughs> well, um, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, you can't well, do any worse than what we've done in the past. Uh, well, we literally yeah, just there's nowhere about to go but up. Five-year-old Dom, unless you put four-year-old Dom, maybe that's worse. <laughs> See, that's, that's great, because great, we don't have any feedback on that episode yet. Nobody's listened to it because it came out yesterday. I listened to it. Oh, okay, you did? So I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some feedback, uh, we have not some positive. Feedback. Um, Mike, I, I, part of the reason I really wanted to have you on this show is because one of the complaints that we got from our listeners is that we are too far up our own asses. And you are... You should that. be able to confirm that. Yes. <laughs> so you have unique tastes, at least in this room, 
you are not someone who's into video games. You're not really into anime. So you're you're like coming at it from like a straight music and film perspective. And every time I talk to you, I feel like I learn something new about one of those two things. Yeah, I have so, a lot of hot takes. Oh yeah, Ooh, we're ready for it. Fun. You you have, you've given me a couple that I was not ready for. I, I've been burned on some of your hot takes before. <laughs> Um, Which one, if oh god! Um, asking is the one that stands out. I'm trying to remember the one that you get. Oh, it was the one you said? Alien Three was good, and I was like, I was, Oh yeah! Not only is Alien Three good, it's the best Alien. <laughs> that was it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the assembly cut. The assembly cut. Okay. We'll have I have you on for a mini soda, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk well, about like this. Cam said, if if this show lasts to October, we're gonna do an episode every fucking day because yeah, he has so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, whether you guys are there or not, fill <laughs> me in. I'm gonna. I got a lot of Hi, my name's stuff. Cam, and this is my podcast. <laughs> this is please don't listen to this. Everyone else is gone. This is the horror episode. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna try and keep the weeks as brief as possible, since we. Are... I think we've said that like four weeks ago. Oh, we said that. We, every episode. I, I, at this point, I might as well just ca- do a canned recording somewhere else. Of, yeah, we're going to try and keep the week short, and I'll just edit just that in, in at the beginning of every episode. Um, but, Seb, do you want to start? What have you been up to this week? Um, so, this week, I have... Uh, I did a bit more art fight, like I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. You did more art fight. Did anyone draw your characters yet? Yeah. Oh, uh, right. I had... Um, okay, so, one of them, I drew her character, who is... An ultra-feminine mafia leader who always wears weird masks. She wears, like, a blue rabbit mask or something like that. And I'm ready for that. Yeah. I got, okay. So, her name is Flossie Scott. Um, that's <laughs> that, that's the Yeah, that's the character's name. So I drew that, and I had a lot of fun with it. I was like, this is the weirdest character I've ever seen. Um, but I, I tried to, you know, really kind of get into it and add some details here and there that maybe weren't on the original because... She didn't seem like she was, you know, mm-hmm. that great. Um, but yeah, she she like saw it. She was like, "Oh my god, this is gorgeous!" Ah, da, da. And then she drew one of my characters, and it wasn't that great. But I was like, oh, <laughs> "She's so cute." You're like, "Oh, this sucks." Thanks. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It was just like cute. Um, so for anyone who didn't listen to last week's episode, and Mike, who is like terrified right now, what what is Art Fight? Um, Art Fight is a thing that happens once a year, every year online. It is um, basically a website that sorts you into one of two teams, um, and then each team competes with each other by drawing each other's characters. So you'll attack somebody with a with a character that you drew for them, um, and of course you'll have to upload on your profile your characters, mm-hmm. and then um, they can revenge it by drawing your character. Mm-hmm. And this goes back and forth, and you rack up points based on how much effort you've put into your drawing, not necessarily your skill level but you know i'm gonna enter enter and promote this podcast by uh using our one original character of crime brother uh, <laughs> i'm going to play it put a real crap crappy drawing of him in and uh see headphone skeleton headphone <laughs> ske- a giant link up to our podcast over everyone's image that they have. <laughs> <laughs> should i that's ask like who a, that is or would it be two no uh that's what we did oh, our episode redemption. on it's really not um it was just we were watching the Raid Redemption, okay. and either because we're racist or because we all are all like terrible at remembering names. One. It's probably the first one. You know, in this show, oh, trust the first me, one. it's the first. <laughs> Here with we these guys uh, we couldn't seats. remember the name of uh, one of the characters, like 
who is the brother of the main character. It was never explicitly said, at least in the subtitles. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we had trouble with that, and we were trying to figure out what to call this guy, and we said Crime Brother. And (laughs) So we were referring to the two main characters of this movie as Crime Brother and Regular Brother. (laughs) And... So uh, Cam and I recorded a little skit uh, that we put in the middle of the episode uh, featuring a fake movie trailer for Crime Brother. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we, we, we goofed up with that. I don't think, that, I think that's the most ep- effort we've put into any episode of this show. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, like, even, even when you think about, like, the audio that we made for, like, the Bees episode. I actually spent a while on that Moose remix. <laughs> so. The one that blew out uh, listeners. Yeah, the one that killed the Hunter. Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you can't be on the latest. <laughs> uh, Cam, what did you do this week? Um, I revisited uh, the Nicktoon uh, Rocco's Modern Life, which I remember not liking as a kid. I don't remember why because well, as, as a kid, like the whole show was really like a lot of ref- like adult references. It's yeah, a weird show what, about being yeah. in your twenties. Yeah, is which is why I feel like I should watch the whole thing now. But <laughs> I mean, it's just gonna be make me mad that this kid can afford a house. I guess like, <laughs> I'm gonna move out. 90s. I bought a house. <laughs> well, he had a roommate. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Oh wait, did he have a roommate? Oh, no, yeah, the David, cow the and the turtle. No, the turtle. I mean, turtle the cow. Heifer, I'm pretty sure, lived with his parents. Yeah, yeah no, the turtle, turtle was with his parents. I don't yeah. think he did. No, no, Heifer lived with his parents, I think. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 Right. So we had the turtle. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, the show was good, though. I, like, was laughing out loud at parts just with, like, dumb slapstick comedy stuff. Like, there's a part where one character is beating the other character over the head with a desk, and Rocco is still sitting in the desk while he's beating him over the head with it. It's just, like... Really dumb, funny slapstick stuff like that. The art style was really cool. You're so super. I don't love um, Rocco's voice, though. It's like that nasally, like, yeah. Australian accent. It's kind of weird. It's just yeah. like they found it. Uh, I was listening to a thing about that. Apparently they just found an Australian comedian. They were like, oh, dude, we love your voice. Can you oh, just yeah. be <laughs> this on the show? Can you be a wallaby? That's crazy. <laughs> um, have you heard that they're doing a reboot of the show about how it's not the 90s anymore. I think they're just doing a movie. Yeah, it's yeah, not like a oh, reboot like how they do with Hey Arnold. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's like a natural continuation where it's like okay, they good. wake up and after being cryogenically frozen and it's modern times and most well, of the characters current year. Yeah, most of the characters are all very excited about modern technology and everything, but Rocco just wants it to go back to the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like, already I'm, I'm excited. So it's a self-insert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't too happy when they announced it because I was like, ah, oh, they're really just blatantly banking on the design. Oh, yeah, it looks really good, though. Like you, Yeah, you look it at... looks good, like, visually, but I was just like, Well, you know, like, with the, the show being called Rocco's Modern Life and it's about, you know, his, it's his not modern point anymore. at that point. Yeah, if they were to just pretend, Nothing you know, it was the same... And I think um, in the thing Nick and I listened to, they say in the last episode they get launched into space. Mm. So this is them coming back from space, and yeah. I guess they have an age or whatever. But it was really funny. I oh, like so the it's like Interstellar. Yeah, like... it's a lot like Interstellar. <laughs> Probably gonna be better. Yeah, he's directing. <laughs> I actually like Interstellar until the fucking. I'm not gonna see it. My there favorite part about part. Interstellar, and I have said this. Dude, nobody fucking when... listens to the show. You can spoil it. I'll put in a spoiler warning. The fucking black hole was so stupid. Also, oh, it's yeah. been four years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my, my favorite part about Interstellar is when the soundtrack and the sound effects drown out all of the dialogue. Yeah. Oh my god, there's so much organ. Ooh, so yeah. many organs in that. Just like uh, me. <laughs> all right, George. What did you do? This week? <laughs> I didn't do anything except for I watched Hereditary uh, yesterday. Oh, how oh, was it? It was fucking sweet. Oh, I heard it's, it was great. 
the thing is, um, sir, I I listened to some other uh, podcasts. Our competitors who will not be named. First of all, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and they they basically reaffirmed what I was thinking about it. Which they liked it. The ones that I listened to, which it was is the last podcast on the left, and they oh, yeah. they're huge, the, you know. Yeah. And then this other podcast, and they liked it a lot. But they were making a point to say that if you are a fan of like slashers yada yada it's not the movie for you just don't watch it you're not going to enjoy it I don't know it, what this movie is what is it about Hereditary uh, oh yeah. uh, it's hard to say what it's about because yeah. like you just watch it the, watch the trailer honestly, but yeah, it that's what give I was you too much I have never the trailer done. is actually really good and it's really so good. rare that I can say that yeah. where it's like the trailer gave me an idea of what the movie might be about while not spoiling the entire thing or like really grading on me hmm. yeah there's some clever misdirection. The there's Ooh, there's clever exciting. misdirection in the fucking movie, dude. It's, <laughs> it's good. It's real good. Well, I liked it a lot. I'm I'm more of a fan of like slow burn horror movies, anyways. Like I'm a big fan of like it follows, and then that's. Like, I want to check that one out again. I watched it back in October. Yeah, so I like so for the listeners, Cam does this thing every year where he's like, okay, I am going to watch more horror movies in October than I did last year. So but, how it started was I. Um, I hadn't seen any horror movies, like, at all. Like, I just never watched them. Like, oh, I'm too scared. And then, like, I realized that horror movies, like, aren't just scary movies. Like, they're, it's a it's a really diverse genre. So I was like, all right, this October, I'm going to watch as many horror movies as I can. And I ended up watching, like, 14 or something. And then the next year, I'm like, i got to watch more than 14 this year. <laughs> and so now it's three years in a row. This year, i got to watch more than 18, I think. So eventually, it's going to be one a day. But yeah. Uh, but the, the, the problem that this has created, Cam, is that now when people want to watch a horror movie, it's not October. You're like, I can't. I yeah, I'm like, I'm saving <laughs> it up. I will not watch them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I kind of like to. I like to save watching horror movies either with a specific person that I know will be fun to watch mm-hmm. it with, or for a night where like nobody's home and I have to watch mm-hmm. it by myself. That's like a really good way to experience them. Oh yeah. Also, somebody like as you were saying, horror movies aren't just scary movies. Um, one of the podcasts that I was listening to. I think it's literally called the horror cast described horror movies aren't always scary movies sometimes they are at their core movies dramas with the stakes are super high oh yeah <laughs> like uh, a girl walks home alone at night is classified as horror and that is not a fucking horror movie it has a vampire in it it's not a horror movie <laughs> but it's good it's a good movie I yeah. liked it but it's not like there's nothing about it that I think puts it in that genre. The definition that I heard of it being just a drama with really high stakes where it's life or death is pretty good in my opinion. I think it's pretty good. I think uh, that puts a lot of Hitchcock in there which I guess makes sense. Yeah. But Hereditary was fucking dope. I highly recommend it. Um, if you like, come out like this, like a month ago? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it's oh, still yeah. in theaters like it's now, still, isn't it? Yeah, it's still in theaters but yeah, it's, check it out. It's, yeah, I heard, it's good. I heard good things. But it's, it's good if you like movies like that. If you like slower movies. If you if you liked uh, the Conjuring and you want a little bit more, watch it. Um, one of the like a lot of people that I follow on Twitter were saying it's like disturbing, yada yada. And then I was like, huh, yeah, sure, buddy. And then I was there's pretty shocking scenes in it. So God, that happens every time. It's like a big sign that says "Do not enter." And I walk right into it. So people are like, "Hey, this thing's kind of fucked up. It's gonna give you nightmares." And I'm like, "Yeah, right, buddy." <laughs> well, usually it's, it's not. Usually, like people are like. Oh, oh yeah! Remember how The Exorcist was making people faint, and you watch it for the first time, and you're used to like yeah. that stuff now. You're used so you're to, like, oh, used this to modern fucked yeah, up shit. Like, yeah, like people used to come crying out of The Conjuring when we worked there at oh, the movie theater. Oh really? And yeah, and I watched it. and I was like, "There's some jump scares." Yeah. Well, the, 
Conjuring is a little bit more than jump scares. Also, no, I know. Like, right? there's, there's a lot of unnerving stuff. Yeah. But I wouldn't go crying out of the movie theater. There's some jump scares that scared me, but mostly it's just unnerving. You can jump in, like you don't have to bite my your tongue just because we're talking about. I was gonna I say, not yeah. in the yeah. Yeah. Hereditary <laughs> makes the Conjuring two look like the Conjuring. In terms of extreme situations. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And, and absurd. Because mm. the Conjuring Two is a lot more absurd than yeah, the first yeah. one. And That's actually something I really like about the horror genre is it could like really stress me out in a movie, like in a in a, like a movie environment. It's Hereditary like, you know, stress you the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, it was good. Yeah, Hereditary goes places. Yeah, I'll watch it on my phone on a plane or whatever. <laughs> 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 Fucking ruin it. <laughs> What's like the worst possible experience? I watched like, it follows on a shitty streaming website in like a. Uh, Common area in Johnson, Wales. That was oh, pretty wow. shitty. Yeah. Buffers every ten seconds. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. It was buffering all the time. That's it was the worst so, way. So low yeah. res that sometimes I couldn't make out characters' faces. So it was like. Is that the monster in the? I was like, yeah, I was literally. Like, it almost made it a little scarier because anyone could have been the monster. <laughs> it's the same experience as watching horror on a VHS where the quality isn't uh, as good. That's why the horror genre really, really exploded so on home video Actually, camp. I'm very smart. Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm saying. you're doing it the right way. <laughs> Alex, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I have been playing a uh, video game. Celeste? Mm-hmm. Whoa. No, not Celeste. Oh, for you once. were just playing. Well, just yes, playing. but that is not the notable thing I have done this week. Let it be known that Alex was lying. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, stenographer, take that down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been playing Super Metroid. Ooh, uh, classic. Very fun. Uh, I'm about... Most of the way through, going down to fight Ridley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Ben and Joey. First off, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready to ready to shit on? Um, oh god, 24 years of people's nostalgia. You ready to tell to finally reveal that Super Metroid sucks this whole time? What do you? What's your opinion on it? <laughs> no, it's good. I'm having fun with it. Um, I, I <laughs> Be controversial. I, I expected a lot more like Nintendo Power pixel hunting out of it, but. Not really. I'm surprised. Yeah. They give you the x-ray thing, and it's like, oh, you can look where all the hidden blocks are now. Hmm. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I thought I had to buy a magazine in the 90s to get that. <laughs> it's it's kind of fun, too, because we were... Um, it's something that I think we've talked about on the show before with, like, leaving the story in the background of a video game. Like, Super yeah. Metroid does that really well. It does it so well that you ignore that the story is kind of, like, extremely basic and sucks yeah. a little bit. But it's like, wow! They didn't it's, have, it's, they didn't stop the game to tell me that. That's so yeah. cool. It's it's definitely it's all about the atmosphere level. Design. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's probably the strongest part of the game, I think. Um, some of the boss fights are a little frustrating, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the bosses like it's still at the period in gaming where it's like the boss's big strategy is to walk into you, and you oh, yeah. and you have to like stay at a distance. But the room is really tiny. So you don't. Yeah, you can't there do were a couple times where I'm like, well, I can't really avoid getting hit, so I just need to beat him fast enough. Before <laughs> yeah, and it's like there's no there's no mastery in dodging there. It's just like I need to raise his HP down yeah. before mine goes yeah. down. And that's weird. That's because, how I play Mega Man. Yeah, because a lot of the time, <laughs> yeah, fine when you play it. the environment gives you so much. Like when it's like, when you think about it, is a point of like I have to get from one spot to another. Mm-hmm. That is like the game is at its best. Like you're like, yeah. oh man, I can. I uh, use my speed boosting thing to get over here, yeah. or I can use the grapple beam, or I can wall jump, or I can do all these different things to get all these places. One uh, one cool bit about the boss fights, though, uh, the boss of the water area has an attack where he'll grab you, uh, and if you use your grapple beam, which is like an electric beam that gra- grabs onto stuff, 
you can grab onto an electric terminal and zap him. Oh, cool. Uh, and it's like a super quick kill, but it hurts you a lot. Yeah. So you have to like have high you, health. To you're do using it. yourself as a conduit, so <laughs> yeah. you have to have more health so, than this boss. Yeah, that to, was that was pretty much it. the only like really cool bit out of the boss fight so far. But uh, game's great. I'm having fun. Hmm. Uh, Mike, is there anything you've been up to lately? Any albums you've been listening to? Movies you've been watching? That sort of thing. Oh man, in terms of albums. That new Nine Inch Nails album is pretty great. Ooh, talk about uh, it. Bad Witch. It's Bad like Witch. an industrial jazz freak out. Do recommend if you're ah, into right. that sort of thing. Well, do recommend uh, Bad Witch, you said? Bad Witch. That's oh, a dope that, That's pretty yeah. great name. It's very cool. And the opening track's called Shit Mirror. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> that's just Black Mirror. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> There's Ouch. the hot take. Yeah, a lot of hot takes here today. Huh? Black Mirror sucks. Oh, it's fine. It's it fine. doesn't need to be. It's just like if you compare it to Twilight Zone and say, "Oh, Twilight Zone is good and Black Mirror is bad." It's like, well, go back and watch Twilight Zone, mm -hmm. and every episode okay. they fight Hitler. Right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Twilight Zone had 150 episodes and not all of them hit, and Black Mirror has 20 episodes and, and none of them. Hit. Uh, <laughs> I would at least say Black Mirror is. Too far up its own ass. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mm. totally. But I, it's, I don't think it's bad. No, well, I think it varies from episode to episode because they do a lot of like they vary directors and like yeah, totally. And like they change the whole cast around. And sometimes that works really well because you'll get people that work really hard to make an interesting concept into something that like is shot like an interesting concept. Mm -hmm. And other times it's like, buddy. Is this a political cartoon? Like the fucking video Season game episode? Three. There yeah. are two, there are like three episodes Thanks. in a row that the people in my phone are sad. It's yeah. Like the main <laughs> plot. It's like, guys, <laughs> at least put something in between these. It's so dumb, but there's still some fun episodes in there. I will say, I really like the original BBC run. Mm -hmm. It's where the Netflix episode. Is that one and two, season one and two or whatever? Season one. Season one is BBC I, and then that's yeah. it. I but did really like season one. Well, I, I liked most of season one quite a bit. Is there was an episode with a bear that was really good? Yeah, White Bear. Yeah. And the Christmas episode with John Hamm's pretty great as well. I haven't seen those things sound good. I, you know, it is give, giving us like a horror anthology and we've kind of needed that. Like we don't really have an, an equivalent of that. But horror anthology yeah, VHS is VHS 1, 2, and 3. No, it's horrible. Are those, yeah, are those are just seen VHS that. 1's fine. I VHS heard the VHS 1 is pretty good. I, I haven't checked it out yet, it's but fine. I mean to. Uh, well, when we get to October, we can't watch it for October, <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah. Illegal, actually. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's impossible. Oh, I will resubscribe to Shudder uh, when we get to October, because oh, yeah. that actually was really helpful last year on the horror movie binge. Huh. I, I, I'm extremely skeptical of any streaming service that just like just entering the market is like, hey buddy, subscribe to our streaming service, we have five movies on it. Yeah, and like, check them out. <laughs> I remember Ten very... bucks a month, yeah. five movies. <laughs> well, the thing with Shudder is that it's got a lot of foreign horror films on it, which is like... Other streaming services don't even bother. They're like, whatever, fine. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Who who wants to the watch a movie from like, another country? <laughs> you wouldn't understand. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Language. Get it. There's well, no way. Why would we watch the original Ringu? Let's watch Wolf Cop. That's what it is. <laughs> Has anybody seen Poseidon Rex? No, no, that sounds dope. Though. It's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. Oh. Poseidon Rex. You're not going to tease us with like, like, anymore? Like, Rex nice. in this part. I watched oh, it last night. Yeah. It's an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, I'm going to it. You have to like Poseidon Rex like T-Rex? It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because Rex also means yeah. king. So. Hmm. Oh, it's... What do you, what do you think it's about? Uh, Poseidon is the king of the sea. You think you think it's a movie just about Poseidon? No. It's no. a biography. 
It's like, Bye, Phoebe. <laughs> how he's actually uh, All right, yeah, to, to close out this first segment. Um, uh, this week, I... My new job puts me at a place where to drive home, I have to drive past the comic book store that I, mm-hmm. I do not go... I had not gone, been going to in months. You and everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no, this, uh, this is, this is the medium in danger alert. This is the point where a form of art Sound goes old. extinct <laughs> because of bad business practice and diamond exclusives. Because fuck them. Um, it, listeners, if you don't know, uh, diamond publishing basically has a monopoly on distributing comics uh, so that they only go to specialty shops and not like grocery stores or gas stations or whatever anymore. Uh, and it sucks ass. And that's part of the reason why nobody buys comics anymore. There are a lot of people that want to buy comics but literally do not know how to get them. Yeah. Like, there aren't... We have one comic store here. There's yeah. one in the mall and, and there's a designated comic book store that's like a town over. But yeah. That's the only one I know is the one in the mall. Yeah. yeah. They sell them at, at Books A Million. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Card shops, true. too. Like, um, actually, where you went to yeah. the grid, they have comics over there, but yeah, they're they all do. very old. That's what I noticed. Yeah. I was like, yeah. they, they're, uh, they have, they're not ordering comics. They have some. Like, this, <laughs> they were in this guy's basement, mm. and he brought them. He's like, like, well, if I'm going to sell all the... Can we get rid of these? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, if I'm going to sell all the video games that are in here, I might as well sell all the comics, yeah, too. Yeah, half the stuff that's at the grid is, like, old old stuff. It's, yeah. it's kind of cool, though, because yeah, I remember one time they had, like, an Earthbound cartridge, and I was like... I'm trying to go back there next week, and uh, they honestly, some of the stuff they had there, it might just come home with some comic books after I go owe it to. Speaking of comic books, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm moving right now, Uh and I just discovered a set of X Files comics. Does anybody want them? them? Yeah. So Seb Seb has immediately raised her auction hand and (laughs) taken them. Are they the after the show ended ones, or are they the? There's the season the, 10. Season 10, yeah. Season I heard that was good. comic. Um, nice. So I, I picked up uh, a series that just started this year. Uh, I, I mean, I say that, but it's Marvel, so there's 100 series starting every year because they think that if they relaunch it with a number one, then it'll be right, good. It's new. Yeah, you remember where they had that thing where they marketed a bunch? It was like a black dude that was like not a ghost, but kind of a ghost, and he could possess people, but not really possess yeah. people, and I never heard anything about it ever again. This because Marvel doesn't know how to fucking market anything. It's part of the other problem. Well, I could go on for an entire show about that, this. and then yeah. it came out, and I was well, like, I don't the, know what this is. That's the thing, about. right? Well, they they're like, yeah, we have this great new concept coming out. It's like, when's it coming out? And silence, yeah. nothing. That's true. You're like, yes, yes, it's, it's coming, coming out. out. Yes, it <laughs> yeah. sure is. Uh, don't you like it? It's like I would if I could read it. It's like great. Can I buy it? Yeah. Yes. Where? Yeah. 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 You can <laughs> buy it. Don't worry. Use our app. No, I'm not gonna do that. Um. I bought a series. I started reading a series called uh, "The Immortal Hulk," and mm. Hulk is a sort of a thing where it's like Marvel can't not publish a Hulk book because he's one of their most iconic characters, but they also don't know what to do with him in the modern age because mm. they're like, "Well, he's big and strong to beat people up." What the f- uh, we we did every story with that forty years ago, and now they're like, "Well, we should turn other people into the Hulk." There should be like two Hulks, and they fight each other. Uh, they did we'll that send, about ten times. Yes. Uh, we'll send <laughs> Hulk to space. Hulk, Basically, yeah. they, they were in a place where they seriously need some new ideas, and uh, a shitty event where Hulk died, and I say that in heavy quotes, uh, what gave inspiration to them to do something new and more character-focused and like, creator-focused. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. This, this is the one. Nice. Uh, so Cam has a tiny little card up of the shitty event that I'm talking about. You're uh, talking about so Civil War II. Uh, 
Yeah, which, so glad so glad is the sequel. Yeah, yeah just like, it's gonna have one in real life too. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> Hawkeye's gonna be in it. Hawkeye <laughs> is in fact going to be in it. He's actually he's real big confederate. He's <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really like Falcon. He's <laughs> oh no. Uh, well, he but, lives on a ranch, right? Sure. Oh. <laughs> so the Immortal Hulk, uh, it spins out of the whole Hulk dying thing, where basically Bruce Banner just wakes up after being pronounced dead and having a funeral and everything, and he's Did just he like an arrow like through his head yeah. He's he's fucking he he has like actual brain damage from this. And oh, he's, he says, uh, yeah. I I'm alive, but not everything healed right from getting an arrow through my brain. Oh, also and the reason how come he was able to be killed is because he was no longer the Hulk. Amadeus chose the Hulk, right? I no, it it's was, not like it an was inherited position. How did he die? It was some dumb God, shit. it's Hawkeye so stupid. Like a, literally a special. He arrow. has an anti-Hulk yeah, he, arrow. It, it's some, so dumb. It's it's the this is my special anti-Hulk arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He right? comes on. Okay, so they're in a giant field, and there's one tree in the field. <laughs> And I'm so glad you're Hulk is there, and they're all they're like, okay, Hulk, we're we're doing Civil War two. You gotta come with us and be on our side. And Hawkeye shoots him from the only tree in the entire field, and he's like, sorry. And then like the comic ends, and I'm like, cool. I don't have to read the next one, or because this sucks. <laughs> God, it's so <laughs> it's dumb. Bad. The posters were really cool. Though. The so posters he, cool. So he said nothing personal, kid. Yeah, the comic. It was. It yeah. got really. Dumb. And so months mm-hmm. later, uh, no this is check the tree. This right. is this is something that happens oh. all the time in comics. It's, something really, really stupid will happen with a character that you want to use in your own book and you have to work around it or make it into something. Uh, But in this case, they turned it into a fun story. Uh, Bruce Banner is a little different. He's a little fucked up from getting an arrow through his brain. And he doesn't turn into the Hulk when he's angry anymore. He only turns into the Hulk after he's been killed. And only after the sun goes down. Oh, that's like it's like he it's like he gets killed. Oh, and then when the sun goes down, then and he rises as the Hulk. Oh, very cool. So like, um, first issue, he gets uh, shot in a botched gas station robbery, and then he rises and just follows the guy home, and it's like a horror thing of like. The Hulk is stalking, stalking this guy through like rundown How? apartment buildings. <laughs> so as he dies at night, he transforms yes. immediately. Okay. That that happens in the second issue. I I had that exact question. I'm like, yeah. wait, does they it wait until the next night? Like, wait, 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 yeah. <laughs> is this the immortal Hulk thing? Yes. Oh, okay. Um. So this is ha- uh, the first two issues are are out. Um. The first issue is the one with the gas station robbery, and the second issue is one where it's more like. It's more comics-y, where the villain is a guy who is experimenting with gamma radiation, and that's how Bruce Banner is like, oh my god. He's like, I have this feeling, and I kind of recognize it. And there are a bunch of mysterious deaths in these towns. (laughs) Oh, it's gamma radiation. Oh, oh oh, shit. And so then he goes to the place where he's like, yeah, I'm feeling feeling kind of like I am. Well, he's uh, (laughs) the guy who's experimenting. He's like, well, I saw that gamma radiation works so well on you, and and, and Bruce Banner's like, oh my (laughs) fucking god. Yeah, I ruined my whole life. So, this guy, when his son, brain damage? <laughs> his, his son gets injured and is about to lose his football scholarship, so he's like, I'm going to use gamma radiation to heal my son. And it works for five well, seconds, and then his son melts. It's like, because the, uh, of... it's like the Amazing Spider-Man 2. It is, but please don't bring that movie up ever again. <laughs> Which movie? The Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> Yeah, that one. The one with magic blood in it? I'll be sure not to bring up The Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> Never again. I used uh, to have a giant poster. The Immortal Hulk is good, I recommend it. The other thing that um, uh, came out that was really good, uh, I talked about it, uh, a couple months ago on the show when Free Comic Book Day happened, but... Um, Tanahasi Coates, uh, Captain America. First issue came out uh, on July 4th. It was just as good as I expected. It does a great bit 
uh, pointing out how America makes all its own enemies. Wait, so this is someone who beats up Nuke again? Yes. Nice. Yes, uh, <laughs> but it's like, just like just like in real life, where it's like, every time there's like, oh, we have this giant threat to America, it's like, how did they get so powerful? And it's like, always America sold them guns, yeah. or <laughs> overthrew a government that caused this problem in the first place. Somebody should have stopped <laughs> I love the, the, the Tom and Jerry meme where he's shoving the shotgun through and yeah. he's smiling, but then the, the yeah. barrel's aimed at his head and it was it's, like uh, supporting Syria, not Syria, it was like supporting uh, some rebels, yada yada, yeah. and then the other end was ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, uh, what, what's the deal with the Mujahideen? It's like, oh, oh, that was us. Oh, we did that. We did that. <laughs> that was our bad guy. Was did we make the boo boo? Oh, yeah. so, good. Uh, so, in a world with superheroes, it's like, Enemies um, only we can create. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a world with superheroes, is Captain America's fighting like. Uh, is Captain Hy America fighting ISIS right now? Uh, he's fighting Hydra, which Someone is like they're it. basically old Nazis, and uh, it's you know it's the same we're dealing with it right now. So it's like people who sympathize with Nazis, and Captain America's fighting them. He's like, didn't I already do this? <laughs> and then it's like, well, how are they in power again? It's like, well, people. Well, uh, <laughs> well, because of the you know, internet, yeah, uh, <laughs> we we, we didn't think other. they meant anything. They were just a bunch of losers. We figured if we sold them high tech super weapons, that it wouldn't matter. And <laughs> now, is this Captain America like on the internet? Like, what is an incel? <laughs> <laughs> I must defeat it. <laughs> oh God! Uh, but yeah, it's like people who were like big time villains in the forties are just appearing on the news it's like yeah you, you did such a great job fighting off hydra baron von strucker baron von strucker is of course the like evilest bald eye patch guy like if you imagine like what villain looks like in your head it's that guy yeah, that's that's what he looks like he's appearing on the fake fake cnn talking like about like how uh yeah well the nazis back in my day had class and these ones they're they have no rules and it's like jesus christ uh it does a pretty good job of like looking at taking what we're going through now and putting it through a superhero lens instead of like just saying oh my god dude what if iron man beat up like richard spencer and Whoa. putting that in your comic book like should do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's enough of that when we come back uh when we come back we are going to go over the jazz album R return to forever Oh, no, wait, Return Forever is the name of the band, featuring Chick Corea. The album is Hymn of the Seventh Galaxy. Uh, we will be right back with that. Going to take a quick break, and we'll see you soon. Hey everyone, Nick here, host of the show, you know, the one that you're listening to. Here at Please Don't Cast, we've been introduced to plenty of different things from across the landscape of media and experiences. Uh, in particular, I just wanted to talk about one of my favorites. Back in our third episode, Seb showed us all Mononoke, which was a lovingly cra crafted, painterly, ancient Japanese story that was fun creative, and full of things that I had never seen before. 
I was completely blown away by the style of this show, and I think it's something that's going to stick in my head for a long time. I just, that was the whole reason that we started the show. We wanted to show people something that they had never seen before, or heard before, or read before, or whatever. I hope that you out there listening can have a similar experience, whether it's going into a thrift shop, or playing Deus Ex, or, or reading Scrooge McDuck. Whatever you end up doing, do it because we told you to. Or at least because we said we'd tell you to do it. But please, don't listen. See you next time. We so Cam and I read like Cam and I with two glasses. That's all right. Uh, Cam and I went to see that with two of our other friends, and when we got back from that movie, we sat down for I I shit you not like two hours, and all we did was bitch like for the runtime for another runtime of the movie, we complained about it, and then we we got we had a couple of drinks. When it came out and watched the ultimate edition or whatever, the three hours. Yeah, the three hours ultimate sorry, edition. edition. And then we got hours. hours. We, three hours. It's twenty four hours. Six hundred hours. <laughs> I still, I'm still fit, checking it out. I'm not done. <laughs> and we got so mad because like all the stuff that they cut for the theatrical release makes the plot more comprehensible. And so, like, they cut the stuff that made the movie make more sense, and they didn't cut all the shit that had no purpose and it was sucked a, ass. It was a power play. It was intentional. <laughs> They wanted their movie to bomb so they could sell like, the real version. Like, I don't like Zack Snyder, but I wasn't going to cut up the, his shitty movie to make it even worse. Like, I don't hate him that much. Oh, <laughs> I did recut it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I recut it so Wonder Woman's not in there. <laughs> Feminist agenda. Oh, yes. my God. So who's excited for The Fountainhead? Oh, oh my oh, God. Finally. That's such a, it. like, revealing your hand thing of him. <laughs> Zack Snyder's yeah. The Fountainhead. Oh, can you imagine the kind of shitty teenagers it's going to produce? Like, people, like, guys who are seeing that as, like, their first movie that they paid for their own money, paid for with their own money. It's going to create a generation of fuckheads. Mm. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to go back in time this? and uh, cancel Fight Club from ever being released. Someone has to. So, do you want to give us a little bit of an intro, Mike, for this well, album? Sure, alright. Well, you decided to have me on the show. I am jazz lover, music lover, and, and we still love it. given that everybody is seemingly Dumb. into sci-fi, <laughs> uh-huh. stuff yeah. that's kind of off the beaten path, yeah. I, yeah. I figured I would, degenerate shit. Got it. I would match that with kind of an absurd uh, yeah. record that is a good look at where jazz was in the 70s. Oh, yeah. And uh, this is Return to Forever, featuring Shikaria. Mm-hmm. Hymn of the Seventh Galaxy. Their third full-length LP. 
the cover uh, is interesting. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. Uh, so, as with, since you're the art expert, you want to give us a description of this cover? Because I'm gonna, I'll put it in the in the show notes, or I might make it the thumbnail. But like, it's yeah. it's something. I have the rest of their um, discography here. Yeah. Oh, can I take these? So it's so definitely very '70s surrealism. Uh, it's got a bird on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the bird if the bird was like a mitochondria cell. And like the powerhouse. Yeah. Of the, the if it was the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> How is it that everyone only learned two things in school? A white dove. Flies in a cloudy sky, with the faces of the men on this record, uh, on this record. kind of faded onto it. In I a think very I like to think fashion. of them as tattoos. All right, it's got <laughs> tattoos on its feathers. It's almost um, like you looked at this image uh, for forty minutes, Ken. <laughs> called the wings. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like some of the faces are not well. Done. There's some very muscular birds on this. Like two of them are fine, and then the so other two. The birds two are kind of being here. Yeah. Uh, I think of like the do some thick daddy birds on this one. Uh, yeah. I, I think of when I think of like out there record covers, I usually think of like prog rock album mm-hmm. covers. Exactly. Where it's just like, oh, we well, painted an alien world, and mm-hmm. and this is it. Like that's this is that's, sort of like a transition between prog rock and. I was I'm gonna bring that up, so. but like, I I definitely feel that, and the sun is such a like cartoony sun down in the corner. It's yeah. like a. It's, it's a very like, 70s sun. Sunglasses would be drawn on that sun <laughs> so we could see the whole thick. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> they, got the, they got some muscles oh, man. in the uh, yeah. So do we want to do the traditional go around in a circle and everyone talks about the album or do you don't, just want to jump in? I think in this can, album... We can do that with our first impressions. I'm very yeah. excited to hear what everybody thought of this. Yeah, because, but I think this should be more freeform like the album was but because well, I do think we, if what we do have to say is going to like be a little bit better blended. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What did you think? Of, you're holding the the cover right now. What did you think of this? Oh yeah, this is the talking stick. Yeah. Has it. Uh, oh geez, we only learned two things in school. It's uh, <laughs> when somebody holds something, you They're let them charged. speak, and then mitochondria <laughs> has the mitochondria is the powerhouse. Yeah, the only two things anyone learned in school. Um. So, um, as we discussed on the Aran album, um, I have listened to a bit of prog rock. Um, not so much jazz, but my mom, like, this, this album is the kind of thing my mom would have put on, um, in the before times where she didn't have, um, Spotify and Pandora. Mm. Um, and she only played the old CDs and records that she had. So she, she would definitely put on some jazz, some prog rock, some stuff like this. And when I first looked at the album cover... I, I was like, wait, have I seen this in my house? Um, which I don't think I don't think I actually have, but You asked uh where have I known you before? Uh, <laughs> oh man, I didn't right. know another uh Cam, you could learn from this guy. He brought props <laughs> for his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Not that anyone can see them. Yeah, for the um, listeners, he pulled up an album. Where have I known you before? Yes. Uh, they probably return to fruition that because I almost forgot what to say. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, we've had the we've we had the podcast sauce while we're drinking while we're uh, recording this one. Yeah. I'm dead sober, dude. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't um, think. I listened to way too much DC punk in high school, so I'm straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, uh, that's what does it. Oh man, I knew a bunch of like super straight edge dudes that were like. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, very, literally cross, very cross their arms in your face. And I'm like, all right. I'm They're the kind of people that refer to anyone that has a beer as a degenerate. Yeah. Do you know anybody with the tattoos? 
Oh my my okay, so my old roommate in college was very straight edge, oh, and yep. he knew people that story. were super straight edge. And there was a dude that had a fat X on his neck, and there's a picture of him chugging beers. <laughs> <laughs> They're all O'Doul's though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, I, I started listening to this album, and it was there was a lot of synth. And I'm okay with synths. I, I, I remember a lot of we you discussed guys the synth. did, yeah. did synth not like synth. Topic on synth. Uh, <laughs> the synth cast. I didn't like synth. How I didn't like how synth was used inside of that previous album. Okay. All right. Okay. I get you. But, um, <laughs> Sorry. I just, no, no. I, I definitely loved a lot of the instrumentation. I like um, the guitars. I like the synths. I like the piano um, or like the keyboard. The Rhodes piano, the electric piano. The, yeah, the electric piano. The Cassia. Yeah. And there's a mini Moog. <laughs> what? There's a mini Moog. What is a mini Moog? Is that one of the names of the guys? <laughs> oh, it's oh, Tiny no. Moog. <laughs> one of the tiny Moog. <laughs> oh, okay. One of the keyboard um, instruments. So, yeah, um, the, the only thing I. <laughs> there's Moog and then there's mini Moog. <laughs> mini Moog. And then there's large a Moog. Big Moog. Big Moog. You, you were you were setting that one up for Gamma. Huh? <laughs> How many calories is the mini moon? <laughs> um, what, what makes uh, hold on before we transition on? What the fuck is a mini moon to make yeah. it like to make it's it special? It's a type of synthesizer. It's yeah, just small. a smaller, yeah. more limited yeah. version. Okay. It's like the kids' meal version. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, really. I, was, I was wondering about like what would make the sound different. It's like it's, it's just mini. like it's smaller. <laughs> it's a lot higher pitch. Uh, the sound is just smaller, like they say. <laughs> it's so small. It's like almost as. It's like, you know, Tiny Drake would use <laughs> No! Guys, wait, wait, wait. The album design is by Neville Potter. Jesus Christ. What? Neville Potter. <laughs> what? No, she's just laughing about yeah. Harry Potter. No, it's Potter. Neville Potter. Like, that's Harry's, like, oh. long lost son. <laughs> no, Harry, no, talk, talk Harry to us about Neville actual Neville Potter. Defeat, um, <laughs> God, yeah. Who's yeah. the villain? Yeah. 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 Who's the villain? villain? Voldemort, here we go. He, uh, I only didn't say it because he's a uh, he who should not be named. So yeah. Oh yeah. yeah now our podcast is I didn't want right. to damn you. So guys. talk to us about Neville Potter. Oh, I know nothing about Neville Potter. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you knew him before I realized you were making a Harry Potter. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, They're allowed on this show because we understand. But if you're at home making a Harry Potter reference, stop it. Yeah. Cut it out. <laughs> it's on. not like Trump. Some right? Go home and read another book. <laughs> and if you're at home, read another book. Um. I will not. I'll send you another book. I'll send you another book. Email the podcast at pleasedontcast at gmail.com and I will fucking mail you another book. Yeah. And if you're from Delaware, we'll mail you a fist. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we, we hate we hate Delaware. Delaware. No, yeah, it's just yeah. uh, we Delaware's the fucking worst. Yeah, it's, it's, it's again like we receive no sales tax. <laughs> we receive Still, it's shitty. so little <laughs> listener mail that when we do it just becomes something we fixate on. Okay. So uh, we spent a little bit of time uh, shitting on Delaware for it being uh, small and insignificant. Mm-hmm. And then one Hoping of Hoping to elicit responses from well, Delaware. Well, yeah, yeah, we, should, course, well, we so. should. Well, like, if you, if you listen in Delaware, uh, come out. Come yeah. out and show yourself. Come on the show. Uh, yeah. we, got, we got some mail. Your manly ass state. <laughs> <laughs> we got some mail to send in Delaware. <laughs> and... Um, then ever since then it's like well that's something that we have to fixate on because we can't one person said guys Delaware is alright and we went into a, a rage <laughs> we saw <laughs> that we could... having ever been to Delaware I drove through it took me like two minutes I must have driven to yeah. Delaware <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I'm, I'm gonna finish this up so we can Sorry. Uh, but yeah so I was listening to it while I was doing my online courses 
So don't don't do that. Don't listen to this album if you're trying to pay attention to something because it's so experimental and all over the place that you you can't pay attention to there's anything else. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there's a lot of different things going on. It's very freeform. Um, but overall, I, I did really like it. Um, I could see myself listening to it again just for some background noise. Um and I the think my praise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can no, listen like, to it if I'm not trying to listen to it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, I like nice, nice music without vocals for my background noise because it means I can focus on what I'm doing, but then still enjoy what's going on in the background. Um, I'm very picky about about my background music. Mm. Um, this is higher praise than you gave Cam's album uh, when he was <laughs> it, it wasn't even good enough for back. <laughs> it made me stop paying attention to what I was what I was doing. Was I think the what you said about uh, no one ever really dies. Yes, I'll listen to it again. All right. I think um, my favorite song was the was the title track. Return for I did really enjoy uh, the hymn of the Seven Galaxy, mm-hmm. like the titular hymn of the Seven Galaxy. The hymn. The him. That's the one. <laughs> um, my favorite one, I think, was uh, Send Your Mouse. Because I... Well, but... The problem Captain. was, that was... Captain Send Your Mouse. Captain Send Your Mouse. Sorry. You gotta uh, refer to him by his full, full title. title. yeah. He earned that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he fought in the war. Or whatever. That's the one. <laughs> the war. But, um... Uh, because it was such a long song, like, I liked the beginning of it, and then I'm like, oh, I don't like this song as much. And then I checked to see what song it was, and it was still the same song. <laughs> because I'm, I'm like... I, like we talked about on the Aryan uh, episode, uh, most of the stuff I listen to is I like shorter songs that you know do one thing and then it moves on to a new song that does something. So like the longer songs, it's not really my so deal. If it, so if it does one thing then moves on to something else, but it's still the same. Yeah, song? Yeah, it's still the same song. Okay. I'd be like, oh, I like the first half of this song, but the second half I don't like as much. It sounds like you like you're like a person that likes shepherd pie if everything's savory. Yeah, yeah. I like you know. Well, like, I like the ingredients of shepherd's pie. Yeah, I'm a baker. And when I make a cake, I put the cake on one side and the icing on the other side. Like, I, I need to dip my cake into the icing. Yeah. 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 It's not an always sunny thing. We have to eat the ingredients of a cake. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like the eggs um, on one side, uncooked. <laughs> what is flour? What was the flour. That so, was uh, Charlie McDaniel. Yeah, Charlie yeah. McDaniel. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to Bohemian Rhapsody, you would rather it be chopped up into ten second pieces right. and then listen to and them. no no samples in my song. I listen to the samples on my own time. <laughs> I don't like. Do you get those the multi-tracks and just listen to the drums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing a lot of work for Cam lately. He's like, "Hey, can I uh, listen to the new Kanye album?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let me find all the stamps." Yeah, cut it, it all off. Just uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, "The bass on this song is great." The oh, beat is sick. Like, what do you think about the whole song? Um, what do you mean the whole song? <laughs> anyway, um, I did like this. I liked that it. Yeah, I don't listen to a lot of instrumental stuff either, so it was I. Listen to it while I was playing uh, Enter the Gungeon on Switch, and that was it was nice, good music to listen to. While you talk about how, how was that? Up. Did that <laughs> add to the atmosphere? Or? Um, kind of, because this this album is like high energy and like really mm-hmm. like George said, there's a lot going on at once. And in that game, it's about getting shot from all all around you. So it was it was <laughs> chaotic going on. Chaos. You would yeah. say. Uh, it was good. I liked the the length of it. I mean, I, I'm like we said. I'm not really a, you know, I'm not a good music critic. I like the noises it made. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> right noises. Uh, is music criticism really any more than that? <laughs> the noise was good. As far as I'm concerned, two for two. Yeah. <laughs> George, what do you think? That works. 
Okay, Cam and I are the same person. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I mean, I had the same the same issue. It kind of like there were some letters. Uh, I forgot what song it was, but some of the songs did go a little bit longer. Like there's some that are like six minutes long or something about. And yeah, eight minutes. That's like that a, a standard in prog rock. Is yeah, send your mouse. They're is, long. I well, there's no Enya on this, so it's Senor Mouse actually. <laughs> no. I appreciate the Senor card game. It's just like. Probably in the title, and like if you go on his Spotify. His name is yeah, on Spotify. There, there's a tilde there. But this is the original work, so it's. it's yeah, they could have just. It's like, well, no, Spotify's Spotify the real version. Oh, yeah? It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when we talked about last time where the, it said the album came out on January 1st. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. That <laughs> yeah, said it came out in like 1991 on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> just looking also, at the album. Also, on Spotify, work. the album artwork changes on every track. Did you listen yeah. to that? Yeah, I noticed it. Yeah, I did. I wasn't looking. The album art for remasters that it must have come yeah, out. Yeah, I thought I like fucked up and was listening to someone's playlist yeah. that was titled "Return to Forever." I've, I've seen it do that a few <laughs> times. It mostly happens with older it's the stuff. Best way to get hits I've on your done playlist. that before. People do that oh, shit. Yeah. They when um uh I forget what album it was. I think it yeah, was my playlist. Abbey Road. Kids see ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> that happens Wait. when Kids See Ghosts came out. People made playlists titled "Kids See Ghosts." Yep. Put the right. Uh, album art on, and then just did Kanye West and Kid Cudi songs, so that the playlist would say "Kids See Ghosts" featuring Kanye yeah. and Kid Cudi, and then I would listen to it and be like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> I'm wondering what the motivation is. Yeah, I don't know the same thing. It's like, what's the end goal there? It's like people clicked on you. It's like that's. You could see not... if they were plugging their own music. Yeah, yeah. maybe no. it's like maybe but. it's just some Spotify engineer just like I'm gonna get a lot of people to click on this playlist. Yeah, it's like their job depends on people clicking. on it. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of ad revenue off. Then you're an influencer. Um, but I I did really like the Eventually album. Um, Eventually we will be the influencers. I did notice that like some of the songs are pretty long, and that usually is like somewhat of a problem for me. But I did enjoy the change ups that they made. I enjoyed it a lot actually. Um, everything just like it, the best way for me to describe it is I felt uh, no pun intended jazzed up after I was done listening to it. It's it was really high energy. Very high yeah, energy. Yeah. Like I felt good while I was listening to it and I, I just appreciate it a lot. I don't usually listen to a lot of jazz and if I do, it's usually like the very like stereotypical like cigar smoking you yeah. type in jazz into YouTube and just get one the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much jazz. Jazz chill lo fi. Check out my Spotify playlist jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to a cafe jazz, you know, one of those like really down tempo kind of mm, kind of yeah. jazz. You know, you know the type of jazz. Yeah, no, that's like, exactly like what I've I'm been doing about. that while I've been doing my um, my courses. Yeah, no, it's, it's, just so it's chill. It's fun to listen to. And it's, yeah. yeah, it's really chill. But this is the opposite of chill, but in a good way. No, yeah, it's, it's the uh, other yeah. kind of jazz. Yeah, and I really liked it. And then it was, I was actually at work when I was listening to this, and um, like Seb said, it's hard to focus on other things. I'm so so I just bad did. I just listened to this shit at work. Well, I. I <laughs> When you listen I to just, work, you, you don't want to give a shit about what you're working on. Yeah. So. I'm not going to lie, I was barely doing any work anyway, so I pretty yeah. much was just like moving my mouse around as yeah. I was listening to it. Make sure the computer doesn't fall asleep, you know. Yeah. Yeah, was, I'm, I'm like if the screensaver comes up, then your boss is going to know that you're not doing anything, so it's just, just as long as you're clicking on something. I'm like trying to read the pitch between the, and I'm and it's just like, I'm like, I, I can't read it. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what was that? No, it's really cool. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed like the variety of instruments that it sounded like were in there. Um, it just it was just sounded cool. I I very much enjoyed it. Um, very fun. I'll definitely say that. How did fun. you get into this band or this album in particular? Oh, I grew up playing jazz from a very young age. Oh really? And what? 
what kind of instruments? Just turned me on to play the big move musicians. I don't play the big move. <laughs> I had a mini move. Oh really? Nice. Oh my god. Which well, I guess so you don't want to start a child on the big move. Yeah. You want to start watching the terrible. No, I you could probably play it now, but <laughs> you, you, I mean, you can't eat all that. All right. <laughs> I was a bass player. Uh, well, oh, nice. Bassist, and I learned Plus a bunch of really things over the years, but my primary <laughs> thing was bass. And then I tried going to school for it, and that was a disaster. Yeah. And then I, I don't play bass anymore. Oh. Nobody will pay for art. You can look it up online. It's free. <laughs> my, my, um, I caught Tyler into paying me. Uh, my uh, high school. Oh, I went to the. Actually, I'm not going to say what high school I went to. But yeah, I went to a famed high school. And um, my the Harvard guys. <laughs> Harvard, <laughs> Harvard High. High dude. He doesn't want to say. Oh Shoot, god! That's right. I'm so that sick happens. of. I'm so sick oh, no. of the Harvard fetishization <laughs> on this show. That's Everyone. Yeah. Jesus, God, we need to have more people who weren't didn't come from wealthy upper class families and able to afford to go to Harvard High School like George. <laughs> uh. Sorry, guys, it's my black privilege. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> okay, but my vice principal in high school was a jazz guitarist, and I was like, "What are you? What are you doing being a vice principal?" He's like. I was a jazz guitarist. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Hey, it makes sense. We, like, jazz music is incredibly hard and technical, which, is, again, this is a very technical album, mm-hmm. and, like, but it worked really well. Like, everything meshed together so perfectly. It's like, there was so much going on, but it all sounded good, and I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't think so just listening to jazz for the first time, especially if you're kind of a snob. You're just like, they're just mashing things together. Like, what are you doing? But oh. there's a lot of theory behind it. I bet you've seen some bad jazz takes in your time. I'm like, sure. like it was just like, oh, they're just playing whatever notes they want. Mm-hmm. It's what it's like. That's that's music, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard of it. What's always impressive to me is when people are like, kind of like jamming and doing jazz stuff like that. Is when they're able to. One guy's going off doing whatever he wants, and how everyone else is able to come behind him and support him, and like just off the ear. That's yeah. just like. Crazy! I can imagine. Just keep the that. rhythm going when you don't know what's coming next. Exactly. And the, the craziest thing is when somebody does end up doing something crazy, they bah, 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 and they still keep up. I'm like, how? How? <laughs> That's a hard read, dude. It's a level of <laughs> place for Street Fighter. So it's a level of syncing up that I'm not, I'm not able to do. Like it's like there's there's knowing someone well and anticipating their needs, and then there's, you know, playing jazz with them. I can't do that. I can't fucking do that. You know someone so well in your band, though. I know he's going to do one of these right yeah. now. <laughs> he's about to he do He loves doing that. That really is how it works. Yeah. Dude, like, wow. oh, fucking Eric is going to do a fucking... <laughs> he always does a C note right now. He's going to do it, or whatever. It's a language. I love a C note. Yeah. Just like any other. <laughs> oh, my God. Alex, what, <laughs> what did you think? Yeah, uh, all right. Uh, I had fun with this. this. Um, I I am definitely a fan of jazz, but it's it's not something I seek out. But I pretty much enjoy whatever I do check out. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to say that I would prefer something in jazz, it's definitely something like this. More that's something that's like really, I guess, more improvisational, more more freeform. Um, I like when I like when they do stuff where like everybody gets a chance to do like a cool thing on their instrument. Mm. Um, so like I like I like when I do listen to some jazz stuff. It's usually like I do I listen to a little bit of like live stuff, you know, whatever. Somebody's playing in a bar or something, whatever. But uh, I like I like that. And in this album, I think it was fun just listening to everybody do their cool thing. Um, 
It would have been cool to see live. I wonder what, what that would have been like. I can't even imagine reproducing this fucking shit live because, like, a lot of times when I was listening to the album, and this is jumping a little bit into my impressions, but, like, you get the feeling that it's like, this was a spur-of-the-moment decision. This this sequence. Yeah. And to be asked to reproduce something like that is just like, I couldn't fucking do that. Yeah? Uh, would you mind if I inserted some yeah. research? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Yeah. Um, so I, I did read... That um, this album was actually recorded twice. Mm-hmm. Um, what? So yeah. That's not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> you can't uh, do that. They patched the album. That's crazy. Yeah, they, they patched it. This is actually 2.0. Um, so the first time they recorded it with their original drummer, I yeah, think. Um, yeah, and he didn't want to tour um, for, a, I guess, a, a couple various reasons. He was a very in-demand session player at the time. Yeah. And he didn't want to compromise his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, they recorded it with who, who's what's his name Lenny White. Yeah. Lenny. Yeah. Um, so they did actually uh, reproduce it, but Jeez. of course it's wow. it's that's not even in like the studio getting, and not but, necessarily live. But that's still insane. Like yeah. the the even just like the man hours of getting that together is a ton of work. Although. The version with Steve Gadd on drums has been lost to history, yeah. so for all we know, yeah, it could I, be entirely I, I, different. Yeah. I can't imagine they would have done it, like, note for note. That doesn't sound like... Do you, do you think that that would be something they'd do? Like, just from your know. knowledge of... To an extent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, alright. They'd probably keep it, like, like it's, the same gist. Yeah, because right? I, I would be like, like, let's just try and do the same kind of thing again. Right, but I guess if they're no, recreating I mean, these, the album, I think these they songs do it are right, short right? enough yeah. where it's it doesn't. To me, it didn't feel like an improv, you know, uh, jazz album. It wasn't like freeform. Like it, it is freeform, but it's it doesn't you, feel. I think you could tell that you know this is the beginning of the song. This is how it goes. This is the middle of the song. This is how it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was so. It's it, all very deliberate. Yeah, it's all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, would you think? This and there is are songs that have down structures. Absolutely. What does yeah. the sheet music for this kind of thing look like? Oh boy, if there is any, it's. Multiple pages. It's in color. It's <laughs> <laughs> color coded. Yeah. I might have to listen to some more of their stuff. Definitely do. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to as well. It's worth your time. Is and this another... your favorite album that Return Forever is done? No, it's not. Mm. But I thought it would be a good intro. Mm. So what's cool. what's your favorite one? They're sad. I really like Where Have I Known You Before. Big fan of that one and Light as a Feather as well. Hmm. They're all good. Uh, no, mis- no Mystery is fantastic. Romantic Warrior is a little goofy, but it's good. <laughs> Honestly, I love all these albums for various reasons. Those all also sound like great band names. Yeah. Romantic Warrior sounds good. <laughs> I said I was thinking because when I, uh, every after you sent me the image of this uh, album cover, when you said this is what you're doing uh, on my episode, I'm, I'm looking at it and I, I kept mistaking Return to Forever as the album name because it's such a good album name. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, that's the band name and that's a great band name too. I just thought Return to Forever, it's like Forever is your first album, and then later on you've returned oh, to Forever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So I, your yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. So, I also really did. Uh, Unless you like want me to. No, no, no. I want, you, I, want you to, I want you to close it up because I know you'd have a bomb to drop on us. Uh, but. <laughs> like from the Gap Band? <laughs> uh, I think my favorite. I think Theme to the Mothership was my favorite track off of it. Um, I, I really enjoyed the whole thing. Uh, but uh, at times I did the thing that Cam did where I'm like, oh, this is like a... I, I wasn't looking directly at it while I was listening to it. 
And I also listened to this on YouTube, so the quality was shot to hell. I'm I was sure. wondering why you did that. Uh, I, you I that? did that just because I thought... Why don't you do it, Nick? Okay, oh, the yeah. real reason I, wanted, I did that is because I wanted to look at what the comments were. Oh. So that's something that I want to tell uh, you guys. all links to, to their SoundCloud. It's like, no, That's a different kind of album comments. Uh, uh, this album comments, it's all, all 70s dads. It's Whoa. all dads. It's 100% cool. dad comments. Do you want to pull up any, or do you uh, remember any? I, okay, well, I, I can talk about the sentiment, because this is why I was doing it. I thought it would be a fun thing to look at. Yeah. Um, it's the only reason to listen to an album on YouTube is to look at the fucking comments. Right. Right? It's, and which is, like, something I wouldn't recommend if you're enjoying something on YouTube is looking at the comments. But this is, like, a different story, because it's, like, People are, are trying, people are typing these this album name into Google, and this because this is the first result, they're clicking on it and commenting on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a lot of, they don't make them like this anymore. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, that is technically true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they no longer make them like this anymore. <laughs> That's, that is technically correct. Uh, and also a lot of um, uh, experience, that's something also, there was a lot of, this is where I was when I listened to this song or this mm-hmm. album, which I love. I love reading people's experiences like that. And, like, it was the big sort of thing of, like, man, I remember being in, uh, listening to this on the fucking tape deck in my friend's Chevy when we were in the parking lot outside that of my high school. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. It's a very wholesome comment section. Yeah, it is. It's not, um, like, I, I really don't know what I expected out of it, but I just. Uh, when you had teased this album to me, you had said that the motivation behind it was really crazy. And I don't want to jump uh, all over what you're going to say later, but I thought that that was what all the comments would be like. Like, wow, this sure is a good song, but can you believe that the guy who made this... <laughs> shame uh, about Blank. <laughs> say, shame, about, shame about the guy who cloned Hitler while, uh, uh, <laughs> while he was recording this album. Uh, like how... Um, any If you go and look up stuff about Sea Monkeys, uh, the guy who created Sea Monkeys was a huge white supremacist and like all of the money that he made franchising Sea Monkeys he donated to the KKK so if you go look up like Sea Monkey commercials or whatever you're gonna find people in the comments like yeah I love Sea Monkeys however but, however <laughs> does this mean were Sea Monkeys like genetically trained to attack me if I no no no, yeah, no no okay. you're, you're fine Sea Monkey this guy was just an opportunist he didn't make the Sea Monkeys himself he just knew hey this Type of crustacean will survive if we ship it. Okay. So, so uh, it's up. yeah, it is fucked up. It's completely. It's worse up. than the white supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick between white supremacy and animal cruelty and mailing animals. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, this album's good. Uh, <laughs> aside from the white supremacy, but like, um, <laughs> I didn't pick up those like, cues. Two black guys on the cover. <laughs> Oh, what, just because Chick Corea has two black friends, he can't be a white supremacist? (laughs) That's the rule. (laughs) Okay, Don't you look on Twitter? To get to the the actual album, um, it is is a freeform... uh, It is a freeform recording. I enjoy that as someone with, like, complete ADHD, uh, needs a new thing every five seconds, or I'm bored of it. Uh, So, like, there are some... uh, Seb mentioned prog rock. I do like prog rock, but sometimes uh, prog rock albums will stick to a theme for so long that I'm like, all right, I'm done, and I'll just turn it off. Like, I'll, I, I will quit out and go to something else. What yes, kind of prog? It absolutely rock depends. All there's no you can't. All music is the same. You cannot. 
mean, you heard one that music, is, you heard them all. That's the hottest take I've ever heard. <laughs> Every rap. not even gonna look me in the eye. I heard a song. You're a new song. Well, they're just gonna play it on their instruments. I already heard one. Uh, I appreciate you laughing at this mic and not getting up to leave. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but Don't <laughs> uh, like I said my favorite song is Theme of the Mothership and that's because the entire like the pace changed when you get to that like the the song the whole album is very it's very fast paced it, and but each song still has like a backing to it like I still feel like each song has its own theme to it where it's not just hey um this is the next song and we're gonna do whatever we want for, for eight minutes or whatever uh, so you would get to theme to the mothership, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna slow it down just a bit, but we're going to really put you in a place." And this is where I got the sci-fi vibe that you were talking about, which is of course like theme to the mothership. Of course, the, the, the alien fucking reference song. Game of the seventh. Game galaxy. of the seventh galaxy. Right. I'm gonna be like, hmm, now I feel. There's like a lot I'm more sci-fi coming. You get right. Yeah. Uh, now I feel like I'm being abducted. You know, that's that's the sort of thing that I just... Now I feel like a xenomorph is bursting through my chest. <laughs> I would love to know where Captain Senor Mouse Yeah, that yeah. fits all of this. That's, that's, that's just like, it's like before. the first three fucking words that he's like, all right, you say a word, you say a word, you say a word. <laughs> that's the title. <laughs> was acid big in the 70s? It was big in the 70s. Right? <laughs> no, nobody did drugs in the 70s. <laughs> they were what? burned out from the 60s. All they, time. They still had a hangover. No drugs. <laughs> A drug hangover. I remember being surprised when people were like, yeah, people did coke in the 70s. I was like, what? That's definitely just the 80s. <laughs> it's wrong. It's Judge it, drugs it can illegal, be... though. Drugs can be popular for more than one decade. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> Dude, people only smoke weed now. <laughs> they just found out. We're living in the weed decade. The weed oh, decade. <laughs> Official weed decade. <laughs> that would be 2,420. I haven't listened to a lot of jazz, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I've... Every time I've listened to jazz has been, like... It was bad. uh, Oh, this album is important. I should probably listen to it. And then I always end up liking it and then not doing any more research or or looking into it or or trying to find more jazz on my own. So speaking of the research, though, involved in the the people, do you want to talk about the the big bomb? Absolutely. So before John Travolta... (laughs) What? Before Tom Cruise... Uh-huh. Yeah. Is this there was Chick Corea. Chick Corea is the original celebrity Scientologist. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Return to Forever is religious music. Oh, oh boy. This is true. <laughs> so Chick Corea formed Return to Forever as an attempt to better communicate with his audience. Mm-hmm. Everything on these albums is informed by his spirituality and his belief in Xenu. And that's crazy. Hubbard. Oh my god. To the He's... point where Bill Connors, the guitarist on this album, ended up leaving the band. <laughs> because he was sick of it. Yeah. Chicory's oh, beliefs ended up restricting what he could do so much. Wow. Chicory would wow. be like, now nah, that solo's not what Zena would want to hear. Oh, <laughs> Bill, Bill Connors would be like, I think unemployment's probably <laughs> <laughs> the preferable option right now. So I'm going to New York and do my own thing. And he did a lot of good work with John Abercrombie. Check that out. But, yeah. He's still playing. He was tight with L. Ron Hubbard. They collaborated musically a lot. In Whoa. fact. Jeez, I should have fucking, like, okay. First of all, this is a surprise even though you already told me this. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned it last uh, last time on the show. Like, you, uh, I when I was introducing ne- this next week's episode, I said, yeah, apparently there's some crazy Scientology thing in this episode. But then, as I was listening to the album, I'm thinking to myself, like, 
Oh, you know, I'm probably misremembering it. Maybe he was telling me about something else. And like, I, I'm just I super expected lyrics to be like yeah. in there. And yeah, I didn't like realize really fucked up lyrics at first, and, and I thought he was gonna talk about how Elron Hubbard is the savior of humankind or something yeah. like that. On the first album, self-titled, um, there are vocals provided by Flora Purim, who is just a lovely, lovely singer. Check her out. All right. Also, uh, although they aren't specifically about Zenu or Elron Hubbard or any of that. Uh, it's more. He's trying to communicate these things through the music. Uh -huh. So I don't know about a lot, of, a lot about Scientology. I didn't. I oh, know that you have to pay a lot of money to be a part of them, yes. right? And yes. That's, uh, so hold on to little sticks or something. Oh if yeah. You, if you have the stomach to read nonfiction, I cannot recommend the book Going Clear Enough. That that book is about. Uh, it's basically a history of Scientology that's also like a cond condemnation of it. It's mm -hmm. like a. Uh, yeah, this is how it came. This it start has to start as a biography of Elron Hubbard because the guy who started the religion of Scientology is so entrenched in what it is that you can't talk about the religion without talking about this guy. It's just this like guy, Jesus. he's <laughs> he's a, he's a workhorse in the way that we don't. It's hard to see anymore. Like maybe Stephen King, but uh, less successful. In the point where uh, L. Ron Hubbard was writing like a hundred books in like every every five years. And his most famous book, Battlefield Earth had a soundtrack oh, yeah. uh, called Space Jazz. You know who was on Space Jazz? Whoa. Chick Corea and Stanley Clark <laughs> from Return to Forever. Yes. Didn't they make a movie with John Travolta called yeah. Battlefield Earth? Yes, I they did. knew it. See how this all connects? It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's almost yeah. like a real religion. Yeah, so, so you know how people <laughs> go, like, guys, it's all connected, just follow the money, and they make up some shit about the lizard people? That's real, except it's Scientology. Yeah, there's no lizards. <laughs> yeah. They, someone's really uh, they, they, they seek out and censor criticism. They're extremely litigious. They're going to find this episode. That, that's great. Oh, my God. Uh, nice. Scientology lawyers, if you're listening, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie's fascinating me, dude. My car has a five-star car safety <laughs> Come on the show. <laughs> now you all understand the song titles. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, for, for Cam, um, so Scientology basically is, like, based around L. Ron Hubbard's uh, theory of, what is it, Dianetics? Dianetics, yeah. yeah. Which is, like... The belief that you can better yourself through metaphysical means. And that like, you can okay. understand past lives. Yeah. Right. And that wherever you are currently in your life, it's a result of good or bad things you've done in past lives. And one of the things that you need to do if you're a Scientologist is self-audit, which is where you basically go somewhere and somebody watches you meditate and uh, talks to you about your past lives. Huh. And then, uh, you know the fucking made-up Ghostbusters EKG, the, like, meter that determines whether there's paranormal stuff in the yeah. room? Uh, Scientology has that, but it costs $500. Oh, my God. <laughs> Does it tell if there's ghosts in the room? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it might as well. Might as well. <laughs> that much fucking might as well. So, I mean, I paid that much for my Xbox. I gotta see if that one... Uh -huh. I don't uh, think I actually did, but... <laughs> also, yeah, can you douse uh, with your Xbox? Uh, <laughs> you, you don't know how um, fucking uh, Forrest Gump is, like, well... If, if this character was alive in this year, he would have met this person. That's mm -hmm. L. Ron Hubbard's actual life, where every time, every every year, you'd be like, well, who was, who was around in, in this year? And it's like, well, Charles Manson was around in this year. Yeah, so uh, L. Ron Hubbard met up with Charles Manson, and they just shared an apartment together. It's like, that's what? bullshit. There's no way that's true. It's like, of course it's fucking true, because it has to be. That's nuts. <laughs> it's like, this person, this, like, chain-smoking sailor idiot started a multi-million dollar religion because he was pretty charismatic. Hmm. And it's just, it's nuts. 
That's how like all those cults start too. Yeah. Like all those cults. Scientology is a big. It's a big large cult. Yeah. It's fun, called a cult of fun Scientology fact. Um, oh my god. My my grandmother when she lived in Florida worked for a telephone company and she installed the telephones for the Scientology head office. Wow. <laughs> and they let her leave. Any zany stories? Uh, I I have to ask her about it. All right. Dude. Please oh, do. Um, yes. the, the voice back. of uh, Bart Simpson. She's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, Nancy yeah. Cartwright. Yeah. Not Nancy Cartwright. Yeah, Nancy Cartwright. It's um, why they can't make fun of Scientology on the show, because she gets mad about it. Yeah. And she's such an integral part of the show. that. They, yeah, you can't fire Nancy it, yeah. Cartwright, voice yeah. of Bart Simpson. So yeah. when she's like, guys, I don't want to say this joke. I am Bart, and I don't want to say this joke about Scientology. They have to fucking cut the joke. You're talking to Bart right now. You yeah, you're talking to Bart right <laughs> yeah. now. You can't. We can't cut the. But, I can't deal with it did, in the South Park way. Where they no, they can't. Character. She did um like <laughs> telephone chef. like solicitations right. with Bart's voice. Oh my for, god! For the Church of Scientology. That's god. Right. Yeah. You know what Bart would I love? Organized up. religion. <laughs> he seems like a real. He loves organization <laughs> and religion. Both <laughs> his favorite things. That's it's Bart for you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to mention. If you look at the liner notes mm-hmm. for a lot of Chick Corea's yes. albums, not only Return to Forever albums, but other albums he's been involved in post-Return to Forever, you'll find something a little like this. Chick would personally like to thank Shelley Yakis, Neville Potter, Leslie Wynn, Corky and Rod for their love and care in helping create this album, and to Alan Cousins and Gary Wise. Special thank you to Ina Melbach and Nat Weiss for all their help and to L. Ron Hubbard for being. Jesus oh. Christ. Oh, sorry. L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, the, the first half of that just reads like his Patreon shout-out. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sneaks it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he slips, slips it right in there at the end. Like, oh, who's L. Ron Hubbard guy? He must work there or something. <laughs> He's a sound guy. Yeah. <laughs> something I, I do find neat about Scientology is that it links to a lot of fiction. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Scientology like, makes for great wait, fiction. No. <laughs> I don't believe you. It's real. <laughs> it's, it's all real. No, because L. L. Ron Hubbard was a big science fiction writer. He was a science fiction writer. writer. That's what happens then. when you start a new religion when there's pop culture already. Like, you have, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a Star Wars reference in that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. we, have a, uh, we have a Jesus too, but he has like Spider-Man powers. Yeah, and, and, like, and then there's Venom. And, uh, <laughs> and, here, and they're married. But, if you like, enjoyed this album, I would recommend checking out In a Silent Way. Miles Davis album that's kind of credited with creating fusion as we know cool. it. I mean, obviously there are shades of gray in music history, but that's, of them, right? that's the big album. Right. Yeah. Uh, roughly easy low hanging fruit. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> that's correct. I think. <laughs> yeah, there's a book about it. So. Yeah. Uh, check out Weather Report, Mahavishnu Orchestra. Definitely in the same vein. Yeah. I think you cool. just you just read the Wikipedia article that I read about this guy. <laughs> What's up? No, you just read all the li- the list of associated acts oh, off absolutely. the Wikipedia article yeah. that I read about this oh, guy. So that's some similar stuff, like this this particular. Album. So, yeah. like you said, you said, um, um, what is it? I may I remember you from what's that other album? Where have I known you? Before? Where have I known you? Before? That's the follow up to this album. Are they all? Is it like a sequel or? No. <laughs> no. Spiritual. Scientology yeah, too. Kind of. Scientology. <laughs> Two point. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank you can view this band's discography as one seven part. Symphony. Oh, cool. Hmm. Mm. Nice. I suppose. It's kind of like Despacito. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and where have I known you before is where they solidified their classic lineup yeah. after Bill Connors quit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they got 19 year old Al DiMiola. Oh, wow. Nice and impressionable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very talented guitar player that took over cool. uh, the mantle and, and forged his own path from there. Wow. Very, very influential jazz music guitar player. That's why it was really fun. I, um, 
I had a good time. Yeah, uh, that was. I'm gonna pull up what we're doing for next week's episode. Uh, this is the first album we've done that's a unanimous favorite. Yeah, right? that's interesting. Uh, so, Mike, I did want to ask you while Cam's pulling up what we're doing for next week's episode. Uh, how was the experience of recording on this show? And also, do you please have any notes for this show because we need them to make it better? <laughs> I really enjoyed being on the show. Again, it was an honor. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for actually yeah. listening to the yeah. show. Yeah, I yeah. really no, have. No, we're honored. Yeah, we no were happy to have you. Major gripes. It's too happened. hot in here. I'll complain. It's that's yeah, a lot. Change that. I can't believe you're wearing fucking pants. Yeah, like you're, you're, wearing you're, wearing, pants. you're wearing pants and a sweatshirt. Monsters. I. Yeah. We all just might be like sweaty, gross people, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely am. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring that one. And right you're also out. wearing a beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's wearing a beard. My body yeah, he's wearing a beard. Lower than normal. Okay. I have the sweatshirt. I've been running pants. I've been running pretty hot since. Uh, Speaking of pretty hot, um, next <laughs> week Shrini is our guest, our good yeah. friend. Shrini uh, good, Shrama. good friend, extremely listener. Yeah, Shrini. extremely our number one fan. <laughs> Absolutely, he's our number one on the list, and then it stops after. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number one. Well, uh, Mike, we would put you on that list, but when I told you that your episode was coming up, you're like, "Hold on, I have to listen to the last five episodes of the show." <laughs> I, uh, I don't mean to put you on blast. I haven't listened to the last five episodes of the show. I, didn't I don't think I've time. listened to oh, an episode of the show. Sorry. Yeah, check it out. It That's sucks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so next those are the first couple. Yeah, yeah. those are bad. Check out the yeah. more recent ones. Yeah. Um, but okay, so next week, uh, Shrini suggested we do the Comedy Central live action show, um, Nathan for You. Oh fuck yeah! So I if anybody's show. yeah, even hearing about the show, you're like, that can't be a real show right now. Yes. It's like punked, but there's no like punchline. Yeah. It's very there's, there's no laugh track. Yeah, they force you to acknowledge. You it. can't tell if he's playing a character the whole time. It's about a comedian, Nathan Fielder. Who graduated from one of Canada's top business schools? Oh yes, yes. So he's using his uh, his education to instead of making like uh, a funny talk show or like an animated show, his show is supposedly about helping people, helping struggling businesses with his uh, education to try and you know help them make more money and not go under. So, um, but he does it in really interesting ways, like. Is that um, where Dumb Starbucks came from? Yeah, this is Dumb Starbucks, yeah. and that's one of the episodes. Dumb Starbucks went viral, so if you've yeah. heard of Dumb Starbucks, this is the guy who caused that to happen. As a quick, quick example, there's a uh, one of the episodes I've seen, he's helping a, pizza, a family-owned pizzeria make more money by saying, if they don't deliver the pizza in seven minutes, then you get a free pizza. And that's their, that's their slogan. But the pizza is one inch by one inch, and they oh. deliver it in a tiny, hilarious box, <laughs> and everyone, the poor, the delivery boy is like the son of the guy who owns the place, and he's like 16, <laughs> and everybody screams at him when they see the pizza, and it's so awkward, and but it's also hilarious. So uh, one, of the, uh, one of the episodes I've seen, uh, he helps out a gas station. That's um, one of Srini's suggested yep. episodes. Oh, all right, good. So Srini, so, so normally when we do a show like this where it's more episodic, uh, we will get like some episodes that we uh, are all going to watch, and then we all pick an episode. But for this one, Srini gave us like five episodes that we are all going to watch. Those five, ep- yeah, five episodes. And here's the list. So it's gas station slash caricature artist. <laughs> Next episode is smokers allowed. Then the anecdote. Uh, dumb Starbucks and hotel slash travel agent. So those are the ones we're gonna watch. Yeah, I'll make sure to pin that for Discord. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send it in. And then extra credit, Dante must die mode is you're gonna watch the <laughs> season four finale. Oh, Fran- Finding Francis. Yeah, Finding Francis. It's seventy five minutes long. So oh, clear okay. out your schedule. But 
It's the best episode. I heard, yeah, I heard it's very that's good. That's why I gotta check it out. It's a fucking it's movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but that's I, what we're doing next week. Yeah, I, I've seen some of this show, but I fell off, like, sort of more recently. Like, I, I, I came back for the finale because I had heard, like, all these crazy things about it, but... I'm excited to watch episodes of the show that I haven't seen, knowing just knowing there's more like crazy schemes involved. Yeah, and it's not like you need to watch, you know, the show in order or anything. Yeah. So, and it's also sort of out of like our comfort zone as a show because we basically are just like, yeah, uh, I'm ready to just do some nerd shit and go to bed. Like yeah. that's it. <laughs> it's more, um, I don't I, know. It's, it's it's similar to comedy bang. I'd say like very niche live action mm-hmm. comedy. I'd say. Uh, so Cam, can you set up a cocktail for next week that makes you uncomfortable? Because I'm ready for that for the pairing. <laughs> yeah, it's so. It's uh, uh, I've I've told this story about Nathan you, Nathan Nathan for you before, mm-hmm. but um, I don't think on the show. Uh, no, not on the show, which is why I will bring it up. Uh, uh, a friend of a, a roommate of a friend of mine in college um, recommended this show to us, and he is the weirdest kid I've ever met, and I will go on record for that. <laughs> um, Come on, the show. The worst, <laughs> the worst recommender ever. Um, and he told me to watch it. So that is the reason that I have not right. watched all of this show. <laughs> How could it be good? Yeah. <laughs> From him? Yeah. Thank you. Never. Um, but yeah, I'm interested. I have seen yeah, a couple it's episodes. It's going to be great. So. I've only seen snippets, but every snippet that I've watched, I've loved. So I'm yeah. stoked on it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it next week. Uh, Trina's going to be on the show, and uh, we're going to. I really am happy with how this turned out, having like, a guest episode on here. I was really worried, Mike, that, like, just having like the five of us in here we like our opinions fill the fucking room like we we talk over each other we get crazy we go off track but this episode worked out really well and we're pretty I'm, tame I'm super happy to have you on what was that we were pretty tame today too yeah we were pretty tame maybe it's because we're actually recording at like a reasonable hour instead of that at fucking 11:30 or whatever um, uh, mike is there do you still make music is there anything do you have a twitter do you have anything you want to plug in the i have a band called Domcaster, we're called Domcaster. that for the moment nice. that I can plug. Like it, and All we right. play music kind of similar to this. It's like Return to Forever meets American football. I uh, know at least one person who will be happy to hear that. It's emo jazz rock. Ooh, emo is very in right now. Can it be found online anywhere? Or you... you can go to our Facebook page and find the Bandcamp. Also, yeah. plug your it's fucking like, podcast, you piece of shit. Oh yeah. Oh sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. So by the time this episode goes up. The inaugural episodes of my own podcast called Journey to the Core, C O U R, will be available. It's my friend Zach and I. Ah, Like the album uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Exactly. (laughs) That's where we got the idea. That's a good name. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Another similar album. So my friend Zach tries to get me into anime. Uh, via non-traditional This is an experience routes. that is very familiar to this podcast and listeners of this like podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because I've never had any interest in it. Uh-huh. Reasonably so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, bad. a lot of the people in this room's friendships with Cam can be summarized by holding a gun to him and asking him to watch anime. Watch Cowboy Bebop as I click on the next episode of The Office. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Alright, so we'll, we'll check that out and we're going to end the show now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, check out our Twitter. And, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, hold on. Oh. Uh, don't don't uh, don't cut us off yet, Seth. Um, uh, we have a Twitter at please don't cast. Uh, we've also got the email at um, we've also got the email at please don't cast at gmail.com. Please, if you have any experiences with Scientology or this album, or you want to tell or Delaware, you or you want to just tell us, you want to sue us. That's the email to go to. I've, I've received another bot marketing an opportunity to, quote, monetize your podcast uh, this week, but no actual listeners. Yo, let's if get you want to tell us about the time you and your friend 
Zed and your Chevy. And <laughs> yes. We want to know. We want to know. If uh, we have any listeners over the age of 28, I'm going to say, please let us know. There's no way we do. There's no way we do. Um, uh, uh, please, just write in to us. Let us know anyway. Uh, we love to hear feedback, especially when it's bad. You should know from that Delaware thing that we fixate on it, and we, we will never... We take feedback sh- so well. Like, yeah, I don't we know why no one's sending us. Yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> I love it when people call Nightwish to 2007. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm uh, kidding. They are very 2007. Everybody, it was a pleasure being on the show. Oh, yeah, it was great to have you. me on again someday, and I'll make you listen to Steely Dan or something. <laughs> <laughs> My hey. friends make me listen to Steely Dan all the time. Yeah, I, if, if we have you on again, I think going to have you recommend a movie because a lot of the times you will recommend a movie oh. to me and I'll be like I'll have to like do an hour of research Alien on it three perhaps <laughs> <laughs> alright no uh, we're going to see we're going to see you again Mike and we will see you next week with Nathan for you listeners bye, bye. and Trini and Trini yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>